Are you ready? Hey, everybody. Hey, folks. Hello, everybody. People in the back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Without further ado. Without further ado. Okay, so without further ado, we're going to get started. We should get started. We're yeah. Rolling. I'm rolling. We're, we're gonna get started. Hello everyone, welcome to the Inner Loop Radio and our special quarantine inspiration series. I'm Leah Metha. These short episodes are here to provide you with inspiration in a challenging time in all of our lives. Maybe writing doesn't feel important to you right now. Maybe you're busier than ever juggling childcare and work, self-care, survival. (laughs) Maybe it's just too hard to concentrate on anything creative. We're here to help, or at least give you a break. So turn off the screen on your phone, quiet your mind, and take a deep breath. There's several. (laughs) Yeah, I got you. Follow me on a creative journey. I imagine that many of us thrive creatively in a primary genre. For me, that is the novel. Inspiration and motivation come from the novel as if it has its own internal engine, separate from me sitting on the screen or on the page, willing me forward to write it. Nothing fills me with a sense of purpose as working on a 100,000-word project. I know that sounds a bit daunting, but it is the reason I wake up many mornings. So when I'm not writing a book, scheduling any other genre in which I work is harder unless there is a deadline. When I come up for air from the novel, I find writing poems and stories are a release, tapping into a separate creative source, if you know what I mean. This spring, I found an agent for my novel Extinction, a book I've been working on since 2012. This thrilling news coincided with the March shutdown of Washington, New York. And as you know, publishing happens mostly in New York City. Uh, it, was, it was tough um, to put the pause button on again. And the thing that came through most was a sense of gratitude when people were getting safe again and hospitals were getting less crowded and I think that it just felt like it was worth it. I myself tried hard to step up to the shutdown and found that I was able to in spurts but mostly I was treading water creatively. When I could I finished some housekeeping tasks like creating a personal website with um, a wonderful friend who helped me with it Um, and it was only over the July 4th weekend that my energy started to shift towards creation. Part of it was a change of scene. Our family accepted a very kind invitation from my friend Christine to be on the eastern shore of Maryland. There was a pool. Wow, that was really a luxury. And my wonderful partner and host family took on all the cooking duties, which was a real blessing. The trip coincided with my finishing reading Normal People by Sally Rooney. Yeah, the New York Times bestseller. Normal People had excellent pacing. It got me thinking 
Back to material I had begun, but had been waiting to wake up to every morning. So for about five days, I wrote constantly. In the winter, Christine had been nudging me to power through and finish this much-awaited third draft of Extinction. And it seemed so fitting that her generosity brought me to this new moment. So here's my writing prompt, inspired by scenes in Sally Rooney's book. The novel begins with us meeting the two main characters who are high, in high school in Ireland. Connell's mother works in Marion's home as a housekeeper. Connell suddenly becomes aware of the chemistry between him and Marion. My prompt is to write a scene or a poem where two characters become suddenly aware of a chemistry between them. You can write microfiction too, or make this a journal exercise. Stay in the moment, don't give too much backstory, describe only what is in the room and what the characters see and feel. Sally Rooney is a master of this sort of scene. Put on some music, Taylor Swift's new album, or your favorite guzzles. And write away. Now here is what I came up with. I stayed in my primary genre for this, and I kept in mind what Eudora Wealthy says, which is, what discoveries I've made in the course of writing stories all begin with the particular, never the general. She comes into the main drawing room, He's standing in the middle of the living room looking straight into her bedroom doorway. He was let in by the man who always answers the door. She's wearing a fitted kurta over jeans. She is barefoot. He prefers to be around her when he's outside, when she's swimming at the club, because then he can observe her without being right beside her. He tries not to stare, but he can't help notice the outline of her stomach through the white georgette. The sequins make her stomach look like it's been pasted with stars. It's after school and the curtains are drawn except for one window which is open. The air is warm. He says, hi, and waits. She says, her daughter has gone to the tailor after school. Their niece is getting married in Delhi in December. She says, why don't you come sit in the family room? He walks behind her and realizes that even though her hair is pulled back and messy, she looks so put together. Her neck is long and her shoulders are broad. She turns very slightly, her hands swinging behind her back, and he imagines taking it and letting her lead him into a crowded nightclub. As she slides the door open, he knows he's standing too close, breathing in her perfume. He's been getting taller, and the women around him seem quite a bit shorter these days. But not her. He's always noticed her, but lately it's been coming on differently. It's blinding in its power. He feels he will explode. So, as you step into your own writing, I ask you to locate yourself in a space in your mind where you are ready. Imagine doing something you love to calm and center yourself. Swimming, walking alone in the woods for as little as 20 minutes. Just a regular old walk for 10 minutes before you get down to work. Meditating, having a cup of coffee before everyone wakes up. You are the master of your life right now. You will take the time to create for moments each day. Some days you will do it for just a few minutes because you have to cook or take a nap. Or other days you can spend a whole day writing. 
Revel in the possibility. For me, it is important to have a playlist when I begin a novel, one that signals I'm sitting down to write. It is also important to have a set of books to anchor my writing and avoid reading outside of it as I'm nailing my practice into place. And as you go, here's my final word. Celebrate. Melissa Scholes Young, who recently included my short story in her edited collection, Furious Gravity, grounded that element of the writing journey for me this spring. She really celebrated the writers in her book and the book itself. When you put in as much time as she did, as much time as we do as writers editing and rewriting, it is important that we acknowledge our contribution to our own time and to our own selves. As writers, we work alone for years, and I really didn't know I could bring out the champagne or apple cider to celebrate each milestone until I experienced um, the beauty of that with Furious Gravity. I have a book of poems coming out this fall, which is in pre-order, called A Story of the World Before the Fence, and Another friend brought a bottle of champagne out and popped it in the garden and we sat, you know, more than six feet from one another and celebrated that. And there was so much generosity in that act of kindness that it felt like a parting gesture to everyone listening to say that Make it your joy to be around friends who know when to pop a bottle open for you. That's our show. Join us every Friday for more writing tips, inspiration, and prompts. To find out more about us, visit us at theinnerlooplit.org. And when you turn your screen back on, don't forget to hit the subscribe button next to our name. I'm Leah Mehta for The Inner Loop Radio. Right on, right on.